I know you guys are just getting into it as we're transitioning. That's because you're totally rebellious. <laughs> and the flesh will only disobey constantly and never do one right thing its entire whoring life until it's crucified. You are incapable of righteousness. Have you learned that yet? I know you haven't. I'm still learning. 21 years into apostolic training at the greatest severity that exists under the Father's pressure of death for 21 years, and I'm still learning His righteousness by grace. This thing is eternal. Will you sacrifice the temporal for the eternal and stop wasting your dollars and your minutes on vanity? Chasing after the wind? What is it? Your idolatry of self. See, the pride nature of the fallen angels in you judges externally and it doesn't see the heart. The difference is head and heart. Where was Jesus crucified? Golgotha, Aramaic for place of the head. If the head is not crucified, you are 1000% anti-Christ in all your Christian blasphemous activity from the moment you wake up to the time you go to sleep. I'm not talking about your redeemed devil nature now. I'm talking about your disobedience, which is the sin of witchcraft and why many of you are still infants in Christ, but you should be mature by now, but you never obey the Holy Spirit and you make external excuses, usually people-pleasing. Blame your wife, blame your kids, blame your environment. There's a million excuses for every time you've disobeyed the Holy Spirit. Or you can just go back and obey by the crucifixion of His love towards you and the Holy Ghost will manifest the power, the wisdom, the might, the authority, and the riches to obey every single word God the Father has asked you to do in this earth. Problem is we barely even believe. We don't have salvation faith for ourselves, let alone for others. That's why we're still self-focused. Because we have no faith. Why? Because our heart is full of the golden image called the idolatry of self. That all my Christianity is introverted about me and I can't even see he. Can you grow to a place where your eyes come off to yourself? Yes, you can. You were created for it. Can you grow to a place where your eyes become the seven eyes of Jesus, the seven piercings of His passion, the seven days of His passion week? Each day is a thousand years. It is written. Each piercing is a pillar of wisdom. Wisdom is only the word that the blood speaks. If you read the Bible, Hebrews says, the blood of Jesus speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. What is the blood of Jesus speaking? The communication of wisdom that hardly any of you understand because you haven't sacrificed hardly any of your flesh and blood to serve God in obedience. God the Father says the obedience is atrocious. That's why even blasphemers, real blasphemers, are everywhere in Red Letter Ministries. The worst kind of deception is the deception of the beast who utters blasphemies continuously. What does it mean? Someone who's not circumcised of heart 
Circumcise your hearts and not your penises, says the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Circumcise your hearts and not your vaginas, says the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Unless you're circumcised of heart, there's no salvation. You're entirely external, false, fake, and phony, and you're not even a Christian. It's true. We need that because it's true and it'll set you free because you're practicing witchcraft. That's why you disobey. You think there's options. I don't have to obey the apostolic throne. You have to get through the elders just to get to his throne. These people think they have options in life like Brandon's way is not the only way. We can also go over to Zadai's ministry. We can also go over to Ian Clayton's ministry or John Crowder's ministry. We have all these options. We can go listen to Joel Olstein if we really don't want to change and just be a better me. And never even hear the gospel in 50 years of sitting in church. And it's just pure greed and selfishness and idolatry of the fallen angels in your carnal, uncircumcised hearts. And you have no share in the kingdom of heaven whatsoever because you've never even served him. You serve yourself. That's what needs to change to get rid of all the blasphemy that continuously pours out of your mouths. Not other people. Not Jeff Jansen's group. Not Bill Johnson's group. Red Letter Ministries. There is not one day that I go through this ministry that I don't hear the beast uttering blasphemies. Am I angry about it? Not at all. All the rage is pacified by the seven pierces, piercings before my throne, says the Lord Jesus Christ. Hopefully someone's one with Jesus today in the cross if there's even a drop of maturity here in the entire world. If the cross has even crucified one soul in the world, then I know there's a remnant. This ain't isolationism of Jezebel. I preach against bewitchment every day because that's what's wrong with everyone. They have the stars in their head, which is the idolatry of self and the pride of the fallen angels because the crown of thorns is not relevant. Therefore, the mind of Christ does not exist in their brain, but they think about themselves and their wounds and their money continuously. It's true. How do you know you're an idolater? You think about money more than you think about Jesus. What are the meditations of your heart? Hebrews 4.12 says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged death instrument called a sword. Right? Back then, they didn't have M16s. They didn't have F16s. They didn't have gigantic knives called K-bars. All they had was swords. <laughs> They didn't have the modern military weaponry of the U.S. Marine Corps, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Armed Forces. What they had were swords, chariots, and horsemen. And they're all mentioned like hundreds and thousands of times if you even read the Bible. And when you get into Song of Solomon and you start to get into some fake false phileo love, it's like we put down our swords, now we're lovers and we're no longer warriors, that's when you get the most bewitched of anyone who's ever breathed, says the Lord. That's when you get the worst. Why? You put your sword down. You're not a warrior anymore. If you read Song of Solomon in the King James Version, it says she becomes a Shulamite warlord. Say Shulamite warlord. Shulamite means bride. Solomon's bride is called the Shulamite. 
and she becomes a warlord, boots of burnished bronze, which is having her feet in Solomon's bronze sea. What does it mean? All the stars of pride of the fallen angels are under her feet. She's been washed in the water of the word. She's obedient to her father in heaven, and she's no longer a whore of Babylon. She's no longer a prostitute of demons. She's no longer a prostitute of witchcraft, thinking that it's optional to obey apostolic thrones of glory. Ask Ananias and Sapphira how that goes. There is so little honor and obedience to the throne of the Lamb right now, it's like there's not even an existence of Christianity on earth, says the Lord God Almighty. What's going to change is everything as you know it, because we're like that group of Christians in the book of Revelation who think they see. Why? Because I got a doctorate in divinity. Who think they're rich because I'm a millionaire in my Wells Fargo account. Who, who think they're clothed because they shop down at Marshalls and TJ Maxx and Nordstrom Rack and Dillard's if I'm a, a real successful Christian because I'm blessed. Shopping at Dillard's and Nordstrom's and Saks. Listen, guys, you're blind, you're wretched, you're pitiful, you're poor, and you're naked, says the Lord Jesus Christ. And if that is not your confession, the pride of the fallen angels controls your soul, soul, 1,000%, not even a question. You have to stay broken in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, in your bones, in your marrow, desperate, the sick know they need a doctor. What is the evidence that Jesus Christ even exists in your heart, in your flesh, in your blood, that you love others above yourself. Oh man, but they said a mean thing about me. They're evil. I have a right to judge and criticize and be mean. No, you're a murderer and a hypocrite. And you're barely even a Christian. Don't even call yourself a Christian. You serve demons more than you serve the Holy Ghost. You don't even know the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is only here to apply the seven piercings of Calvary to your flesh so you can boldly approach the throne of grace and guess what happens when you go through the seven spirits of God burning and blazing before his throne they sanctify you through the seven piercings which are the seven pillars of wisdom and you get wise through the death of Jesus and we're not out here claiming the resurrection like a bunch of bewitched charismatic idiots we're claiming the death and the baptism of death like true wisdom the house of wine Solomon 2 4 Amen. Out here, oh, just blessing everyone with life. That ain't life. There's no cross in that. Show me the marks in your hands, you fake, phony hypocrites. I want to see the spear in your side and put my finger in. Or you're not a Christian, says the Lord. Don't even sit there and consider yourself a Christian, a disciple, a follower of the way. You are the biggest, fakest, phoniest people I've ever seen. Show me the piercings. Show me the cross. Show me the crown of thorns on your carnal minds that only obey demons instead of the Holy Ghost. And we try to brush it up with scripture and I'm overcoming some stuff, bro. No, you're still the whore of Babylon. Don't water it down, you false prophets. You and not others are the prostitutes of Babylon. 
every evil spirit you've had intimacy with in your own hearts continuously, and you've rarely known the Spirit of Jesus Christ. That is our confession as we come out of the wilderness where 40,000 snakes have bit us and their poison has swam through our blood. Doesn't get more intimate than that, does it? Then you got the DNA of the creature swimming through your freaking arteries. Intimacy with serpents, intimacy with lies, intimacy with Satan and his angels, and rarely God to this very day. That is the American bride testimony. Anyone that says otherwise is a liar and a people pleaser. We will come out of this thing so intensely sick that therefore we shall know how much we need the doctor because our pride is absolutely obnoxious obnoxious that even blasphemers would be tolerated continuously every day in red letter ministries as if they're a part of this tribe my god circumcise your hearts and not your dicks and pussies says the Lord Jesus Christ circumcise your hearts the seven-headed beast of the whore of Babylon must become the seven pillars of wisdom in your hearts and not others don't even apply one drop of this to anyone else this is you get real in your heart God has given you a cross that cross is the piercings of his passion called the winepress of the wrath of the Almighty. I can't handle wrath. Yes, you can. You handled it with the demon. You handled it banging heroin. You hang handled it banging boys, banging girls. But now you can't handle it with Jesus because you're a total fake. Total fake and you don't love him. You just claim him externally because you know he's right. We haven't sacrificed a damn thing. And that's true. It's time to get real. In Jesus' name. It's time to sacrifice our hearts. It's time to give him all the secret places where we're still hiding and making external excuses of why we can't obey, why we go around his throne, why we go around the seven pillars, why we don't give up our flesh and blood, our hearts, and the fire of God trying trying to change the words and the programming of the word of God in the flesh of your heart but we resist the truth to this very moment why pride it's our daily death to self and life to Christ dying to our own pride and it should keep us broken and if you're not broken and you think you're fixed and healthy you are currently completely and totally used of demons and not at all of the Holy Spirit we stay broken we stay crushed when Mary of Bethany broke the alabaster box on the feet of Jesus and poured the precious ointment on his head could you imagine them going around there trying to put it together you know who wanted to put it back together Judas Iscariot this costly oil could have been sold and used from the poor the confession of the spirit of Satan the Antichrist and the blasphemy of the beast that's still in most of you for a lack of circumcision of your hearts. 
And if we're not humble, then we're proud. And if we're not rich, then we're poor because we have no cross in our hearts. And so everything is good and evil, totally accursed and fallen under the fallen angels because the cross is not real in our souls. It's time to get saved from the thieves to our left and the thieves to our right. Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was crucified. The knowledge of being good and the knowledge of being evil, which is all human knowledge. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, I will destroy your intelligence, says the Lord God Almighty. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, if you studied out, I will destroy your intelligence. You think you're smart? Some of you think you're dumb, and that's false humility too. Some of you think you're intelligent because you got into psychology, got into Christianity, read your Bibles 10,000 times, that doesn't mean you have one drop of divine intelligence. The only thing smart down here is the seven pillars of wisdom, which are the piercings of Christ through crucified ones. If I cannot see the piercings of Jesus Christ in your flesh, there is zero actual intelligence in your souls. So what does the Bible say, Proverbs? By wisdom more costly than rubies. And though it costs you everything, get understanding. Wow. So to go from pillar one to pillar two, you have to pay everything. You haven't even got to three. That's why there's no might or miracles or power working in hardly any Christians. They haven't even got past pillar one. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But fools hate rebuke. I love rebuke. Second Samuel chapter 22 verse 16 says, At the Father's rebuke, the foundations of the world were uncovered. At the blast of the breath of your nostrils. What are the foundations of the world? The seven piercings of Christ. The Lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. At the blast of the breath of your rebuke. If you are not a lover of rebuke, and I'm not talking about beat yourself up condemnation religious stupidity. I'm talking about by the Spirit of glory who loves you, by the Father's chastening, discipleship, scourging. The cat of nine tails upon your back, which has no pain in it. It's glorified. Do we have any prophetic wisdom whatsoever working in our souls? Only the good stuff. We reject the severity. We just want the gentle lamb. We hate the lion. We reject the lion. You'll never grow. You'll be controlled by demons your whole life. You'll never grow if you don't get past the lamb into the lion and the lamb and past the lion and the lamb into what? The seven-headed dragon. Oh, here we go. Isaiah 14, 29. Don't rejoice, Philistines. Samson is pushing over your pillars of all man's building and they shall sink into Solomon's brass sea, says the spirit of wisdom. Mm. Don't labor in vain, Solomon says. Unless the Spirit of Jesus builds the house. What's the house? Your name. Your last name. That's your house. You're living in it right now. You're in your car. You're in your house. You're in your last name. <laughs> Reinhold, Vossler, y'all got last names. What's your house? Oh, wait. There's a new name written on their forehead. Oh, they built the house of God by paying with their lives and not loving their lives unto death with him through his seven pillars of wisdom, the seven piercings of Christ. 
Again, what are the seven pillars of wisdom? Wisdom is only the word, the blood of Jesus speaks. Hebrews says that. What are they? Gethsemane, the blood of his brow, the reverse of all cursing in the marketplace. Hallelujah. So everyone can no longer be lazy or slothful, but work unto the Lord and not for men, and God will promote you in due season. Hallelujah. Daniel's excellence. That's, there's your wealth transfer. Stop being lazy and be the best in business. Bam. Amen. Then you have the internal bruising of his bleeding. Isaiah 53 verse 5. He was bruised for our iniquities and suffered internal bleeding. The blood of his internal bleeding by his bruising. The blood of his brow, the blood of his bruising. Then we go into the blood of his back. By his stripes you were healed, Isaiah says. And we know because we're good historians with Josephus and we've read every single book in the world and spent 20 years in Bible study. What is it? He had 40 lashings, not 40 minus one, for all 40 years of the curse. Because that last one was only reserved for the Messiah who could take away the sins of the world. (laughs) So we could come out of the wilderness as a humanity into the promised land of his blood, the house of wine, the Jurassic wine grapes of Joshua and Caleb. All 40 lashings, you guys, he took on his back because he is the Messiah. And they understood that. That's why the Jews had to change the Jewish calendar by 250 years because every sign in the whole world pointed to Jesus of Nazareth as the Messiah. Jewish calendar is 250 years off. The Gregorian is the accurate Jewish year. You are in the Jewish year of 6,021. You are 21 years already into the seventh day. And these people are so bewitched and so lost. And these prophets are so immature at best, are so confused by Babylon and Jezebel and externalism that they don't know the days or the seasons. They don't. Bobby Connor doesn't know the times or the seasons. I couldn't read a shepherd's rod for five years. It's just like he fell off the face of the earth. I love and honor these people, but we've far gone deeper in wisdom than Bobby Connor and Bob Jones. And that's the truth. Take that to the heavenly Sanhedrin. Take it to the throne and test these words. You'll see I'm not lying to you. One drop. The leadership is the sons of God, not these old prophets. They couldn't go any further. They sold out years ago to buildings made by human hands. God bless them. God will still use them in part, but it won't be throne room ministry. It won't be the full apostolic witness. It'll still give you options of where I can do what I want to do, my plans, my will, my life. I want a car. I want to live in California. I want to do all this stuff. I want a big ministry. I want a worship team. I'm going to be a missionary to Africa. I'm going to save the world. No, you're going to die by seven piercings fresh every day. And Jesus has already saved the world. And you're just going to progressively get out of the way and stop being false. That's the only thing you're going to do. You're going to progressively get out of the way through the seven piercings of the evidence of being a real Christian in your hands and side, in your head and back and your feet. And you're going to let God be God, and you're not. The seven pillars of wisdom. The word that comes from his blood. And there is nothing else. Everything else is vanity and chasing after the wind. Let that sink in. Let that circumcise your hearts. 
and not your penises and vaginas. So the real immorality in the depth of your hearts, Sodom in you, can be completely circumcised in the death, dissension, and resurrection of Jesus Christ inside your flesh, inside your heart. He died in your heart. He died inside your soul. He, he died inside your brain. He died inside you. You understand that? He died inside humanity. So if you know him within, you'll know him at all. And if you don't know him within, you don't know him at all. And every day to grow in wisdom is to grow deeper within through his death, through your own heart. And so we're not hypocrites judging externally others out of our heads, which is called a Pharisee. That's what it means to be a murderer. You're a sorcerer of murder when you live in your head and don't sacrifice your own heart for others. What does the Bible say? No greater love is this than a man lay down his life for his brothers. And you are my brothers if you obey my commandments. No one can say they love me unless they obey me, says the Lord Jesus Christ in the red letters. It's time to obey him with your whole heart your whole soul, your whole mind, and pay a little bit more of a price to walk in His sacrifice, which is the only thing that shall ever suffice in Jesus' mighty name. I love you guys so much. I hope you can feel it, the true love of God the Father. So this word be cherished in your hearts as more precious than emeralds and diamonds and rubies, because it is. This is the most valuable realms of all wisdom. The seven pillars of his seven piercings. The lamb that was slain in your hearts. Let your minds believe in Jesus' name. Bless you guys. Support this ministry. Doing incredible works all over the world. If this cuts your heart tonight, let it cut your pocketbook. Don't be hypocrites financially. Give generous offerings as your hearts and minds are changing and the temple of the Lord Jesus Christ is ministering to you day and night, hours and hundreds of hours a month. A workman is worth his wages in full. Less than 2% of Red Letter Ministries even tithes into Red Letter Ministries, yet they expect me to show up every day at 6 p.m. and serve them. That is the greatest idolatry and blasphemy you can imagine. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. You are idolaters. Don't expect ministry without paying a price. This is expensive. God loves cheerful givers. Understand the cost of this wisdom that it's more valuable than silver, gold, and gemstones and give a silver, gold, and gemstone offering that is valuable for economic buying power, for the apostolic ministry that God the Father has entrusted to me and my apostles and prophets in Red Letter Ministries. And make it count in Jesus' name. Love you guys very much. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.